This is an LTD Entertainment presentation. Hi guys, welcome to St. Brian C. Pusley Safe Haven. I'm your host, uh, as always, Brian C. Pusley. Today, um, I just wanted to just come out here, kind of like a cold, uh, kind of like, you know, how you see a program that just starts off cold, um, and, uh, before it gets hot and warms up. Well, today, um, it's kind of like a twofold thing. Uh, the topic is, uh, letting go. And, uh, I know a lot of people who have a hard time letting go of a lot of things, relationships, jobs, dreams, whatever. Well, for me, yeah, I'm letting go of my dream. You know, I always dreamt of, as a kid, being some kind of performer. Didn't matter if it was acting, singing, and at some point when I was in high school, rapping. You know, probably wondering what happened. How did I get to this point where I, uh, I just didn't want to... I just didn't want to do it anymore. I just don't really want to perform. I mean, at first I did. And then all of a sudden, I just don't anymore. It's like, I ain't, I've never felt like that before. And it does kind of get to me in a way that I never anticipated. Because when I was a kid, I remember uh, watching... Mostly, some of these family movies. I've watched a lot of movies in my life, but few do stick out to me in a big way. You know, um, I remember watching Goonies as a kid. Didn't think too much of it because I always thought there were a lot of movies like going to be a lot of movies like that as I was coming up. And I've seen a lot of movies um, that focus on kids, which was pretty cool at that time. They didn't play down, and you could watch them back over and over again. In other words, they actually aged well. Some didn't. I remember watching pictures like and uh, vice versa uh, with uh, Judge Reinhold and uh, Fred Savage. You know, I don't know why that was one of my favorite movies. Maybe because partially it was set in Chicago. And normally whenever a movie was set in Chicago, I always paid closer attention to it. It was the same when I, when I grew up liking Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I mean, Ferris was cool. But as I've grown up, I kind of realized it was more like Cameron than Ferris. That's another story for another time. But, you know, there is, that's another story. But uh, one movie that made me stretch beyond my imagination, I guess, kind of embarrassed to say it, but I'll say it anyway, was Pippi Long, Adventures of Pippi Longstocking. Great movie at that time. I won't say it aged very well, but and from that time, I remember doing some crazy things. In, in my parents' family room, on the couch and whatnot, pretending that, because Pippi uh, broke the, what is it called, the fourth wall, the third wall, whatever, and it was talking to the audience, so therefore, you know, whenever I saw that, I thought, well, they're talking to me. So I always pretended and acted like I was right there in the middle of the adventure. Sometimes doing the same thing over and over again, depending on how many times I watched it. But yeah, it was pretty cool doing that. And that made me believe I wanted to be that. But then, upon learning about my eating disorder, which I was not really 
readily aware of at, at the time and uh, and as it uh, as I was growing getting older I said I wanted to act parents wasn't really uh, accepting of the fact that I wanted to act which is understood because you know what's the success rate for somebody trying to do that you know slim I mean some make it some don't and I guess the biggest fear was I might be the ones that don't no matter how talented I am which makes sense um the other thing is that um no I was scared to be on my own you know literally be on my own you know guy lives in the midwest and around the time I was coming up there wasn't a lot of opportunities in Chicago to, to make it on the big screen or the little screen for that matter. I mean, they claimed that it was shows filmed here, not really. By the time I was coming up, there was very few things here. Maybe ER on occasion, but that was like outside location shot stuff. And, uh, you know, there was no Empire, there was no Cinespace Studios. And none of that back then. So my best bet would have been to move to L.A. And, well, that never happened. And I really didn't know anybody in L.A., did not have any money, wasn't sure if I could make it. You know, how would I make it? I'd have to be rooming with people I don't know and can barely trust. It, 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 it's a long road on that one with the acting thing. Then there was the rapping thing. I wanted to rap. I remember when I started rapping, uh, or at least trying to, back when I started high school, back when I was around 14. What was my goal back then? I said, oh, man, I hope I can make it. And then maybe I can get on a record with Biggie, uh, Notorious Big, and uh, Tupac Shakur. I would have loved that. It didn't have to be the same same actual song, which would have been very interesting if I could have been that bridge. Of course, that a lot of people had those kind of dreams. But then, both of them uh, got killed one year after the other, just when I was still shaping my repertoire, so to speak. And, uh, and in the end, uh, when them gone, I was like, I'm not sure if I want to do this. Now, I kept doing it. Don't, don't get me wrong. I kept rapping. And up to about, I would say, 2007, I made a lot of, lot of, lot of songs in my own little album thing. My whole goal was just to make my own CD. In the end, I did, because they made CD burners uh, for personal use available, and I bought one, and I used it. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I fulfilled that goal. But, you know, there was always a part of me that still had that itch. I got back into rapping about five years later. And I really did sound a whole lot better after I shook off the rust. Uh, I did a little rap, switched up my M.O., rap for church, did some spiritual gospel rap songs, which were fine. Um, but in the end, I was just kind of like saying, do I really want to do this anymore? And then recently I heard an interview from someone, someone, uh, someone out there just trying to get their start, and I was just listening. And I realized I don't want to play into the stereotype. Because when you want to look at me, you probably think I should be playing either the nerd or the turd. I don't know. 
much all one and the same if you ask me. Like, I do not want to play into any stereotypes. I do not want to be that guy. I could be that guy, but I probably would scare myself more than I would scare anybody else who watches me. But one part of my dream that uh, I did get to do, I got to fulfill being on the big screen. I fulfilled it. Kudos to me. Even though I was an extra, um, yeah, you could see me. I didn't know I could. I never, never saw it on the big screen. I wish I had it. Which was me being in Chirac. I was in a church scene, like right behind the keyboard and the musician. And I saw me while John Cusack as uh, the Father Flager type was making a speech. And uh, there I was. And I was like so proud of myself because I'm like, I made it. And for a while, you know, I can say that was the best 12 hours of my life. You know, it didn't feel like 12 hours. It felt, I don't know, it felt like a couple hours to me. I enjoyed it. And I always cherish it. But in terms of uh, when the replicator, not interested. Not anymore. You know, that was four years ago. And four years later, I realized that I need to stop dreaming. I still I need to wake up and live reality. You know, the other reason why I never got into the business, I could also say this, and this is true, is that I never got ended up with the person I wanted, the person of my dreams. In other words, I'm like I'm not going to go into the industry. I'm like I'm not going to go into the industry single, because the last the last thing I need is to. Um, I, I, I didn't want to be by myself. You know? And uh, and I did not want to have to deal with uh, groupies. But that was my reason for that. You know, it's great that I finally came to peace with my scenario. And that's great. So, on that note... My thing is for those who are considering letting go something or sometimes it's for the best. I know sometimes you're not going to feel like it's for the best. Sometimes you probably feel like, oh crap, you know, this is going to be hard, but sometimes it's for the better because, you know, a new horizon, a new adventure awaits you. But for those who want to continue pursuing, even though it seems like you're hitting failure roadblock after roadblock, that's fine. Continue doing so. Probably will be for the better for you. But for someone like myself, time for a change. You know, I always cherish the times I will not destroy any of my stuff, you know. There's always that thought, oh, I should destroy. Yada, yada, yada. No, 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 no. no. Don't destroy it. Why, why would I destroy peace of mind? There was a time I felt a certain way. So I think it would be best. You know, every now and again, go back and listen and see who I am. Blah, 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 yada, yada. And it's cool. Uh, I wasn't planning on doing too much. I'm just letting y'all know that uh, it's good to let go sometimes. On that note, guys, I will talk to you all at a later date. I don't know when, but it'll, it'll be soon. God bless.
hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Um, please keep an ear out for the next episode coming soon. This was an LTD Entertainment presentation.